So the Pope woke up and chose violence, I guess. I don't know. Is <laughs> Wow, he's going old school. Hey, everyone. I'm Halise, a digital storyteller and video producer. And I'm Mr. Halise. And my metabolism makes it impossible for me to be caffeinated during episodes. <laughs> and this is the StumbleWell podcast, a couple that you know talking about married life and other such things. Play the music. Oh. So today's topic was actually brought to us by Mr. Halise. He well actually no, that's not true. Social media. Social media has definitely brought and general this, outrage. Yes, has brought this topic. I actually first saw it on Auntie Supreme at Auntie Supreme's Instagram. And anyway, the Pope. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the Pope's comments that couples who choose to have animals instead of children are leading to a quote demographic winter. It's really strong language. Here's my thing. The Bible says, you know, go forth and multiply, right? That was in Genesis. That was also after what was potentially one of the greatest floods of all time that like messed up the entire population. Yeah, in the Bible it does say go forth and multiply, but within the context of what had just happened, it makes sense for something like that to be said. Yesterday's population is not today's population. Mm. So I just feel like, dude, that's rude. Come on now. <laughs> so I'm, I was trying to think of a couple ways to go about this. I only have one of his arguments. I don't really have all of them, and he's not here to he's make not them here. or defend himself. He's not here to defend Which himself. Which is our way and the way of the internet. Yeah. Attack. <laughs> Attack with their back is turned. <laughs> I guess. I don't know if we're attacking. We're just ha- having some comment. We're just having some commentary. Well, so how do you feel? How do you feel about it? Like as as a couple that is now dog and child or I'm sorry, child free, but dog less. Ooh, yeah. I just feel like there's so many other things that the Pope could comment on that are arguably significantly more important than couples who decide to have pets instead of kids. I'm just like, is this, did he just need an easy win for the week? Mm. You know, like what happened? That's my thought. I don't really feel, I'm not. The Pope needed to be viral. He wanted to create virality. Yeah, maybe. I just. This is easy. Yeah. I just, he's old. I don't know. (laughs) What, the Pope? (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of, that's ages to me. But I don't know. He's just, I still feel like, yeah, he just was like. His PR team was just like, you're not getting enough hits. Say something. <laughs> and he's like, ooh, I got one. I got one that'll piss off tons of people. <laughs> get, get us back on the radar. I just feel like in my mind, I'm again, I'm not Catholic, so I don't really care what the Pope thinks. Um, I'm a cafeteria. Oh, no, I wouldn't even say I'm a cafeteria Catholic. I'm, I'm a bad Catholic, and I don't care what the Pope thinks. <laughs> so it's more, I think for me, I was more just bummed that some for for where I'm at in my life, some random dude all the way across in Italy has feelings about the way I live my life, and it's like, you're in Italy. I'm in Texas. There's a couple ways to think about this. So, as a sovereign entity, as a couple, we're not under the Catholic Church, so he has no like hold or sway in our lives, really. No, we didn't get married in a Catholic church or right. anything like that. So, but how do you feel about him saying, well, you know? An emotional relationship with animals is easier. It's more programmable. Um, he said this back in 2014. Yeah, I remember reading the article. 
having a child is complex, something complex. That doesn't mean that my life is any less meaningful, right? Or any less full if I choose to live with animals and never have a child. I think in so few words, he's saying that it's not as meaningful, maybe. I don't know. It's also... No, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, whether we like it or not, I'm sure there is a certain, there there should be, I guess, a certain hierarchy of, like, importance. And, yeah, I would, I mean, I can go on record and say that, yes, I value human lives more than I value animal lives. I think animals are amazing, and I think we should be good stewards of them. But if a child and a dog is hanging off a cliff, I'm reaching for the kid, you know? So... <laughs> I'm going to look at that baby, though, because if it's hanging off a cliff... It's got amazing arm strength. <laughs> that baby can stay there all day. Baby can wait five. I need five minutes, baby. Let me grab this dog, and then I'll be back for you. And no. The baby's just like doing curls. No. Yeah. I do have to approach what the Pope is saying, like from that practical standpoint, I suppose, of just like, yes, I do value human lives more than animal lives. However, it is... It is directly because I value human life so much that I don't have children. You know? Expand. I understand and I'm very acutely aware of the complexity that it takes to bring a child, whether it be biological or adopted or whatever the situation may be, into this world and to raise them to be hopefully a contributing member of society. And I can recognize within myself that I am not ready potentially may never feel like I'm ready to take on that level of risk and responsibility. It's not really, it's not necessarily risk. It's more responsibility. Take on that responsibility because I do not take it lightly. So. I wholly agree with that statement. Yeah. And I think that's a very um, important argument against it where it's like, yeah, so you're just pushing, you're just using a blanket statement and saying people need to have more kids. Right. Right. Maybe we're not paying as much attention to children. And we should. And oh, it's like, definitely. No, th- so that's that's a good point. Yeah. So like raising your children, making sure that they're good human beings. But then again, if I am responsible for raising these children right. and I am morally corrupt, right? then I'm going to raise morally corrupt children. Right. So what is the point? And it's like, well, I mean, it's going to help your humanity. Is it? I am degrading humanity. Right. beep, 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 beep. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening slash watching this episode of the Stumblewell Podcast. A few quick announcements. If you've been here before, you already know the drill, but thanks for sticking around. Um, If you're watching, wherever you're watching us on the internet, if you're watching, uh, let the ads play because that helps us out a lot. And also engage with the video there. If you can like it, comment, share it, all that kind of stuff really helps us out to get discovered. Um, If you're listening to us wherever you get your podcasts, go ahead and rate us on that platform. I know Spotify just opened up a rating system for a podcast. So if you could rate us there, if you're listening on Spotify in particular, that'd be cool. It's not on the individual episode. It's you have to go to the podcast homepage. Yeah, you have to go. Yeah. And then it's on Spotify. Yeah. The the user experience is up for debate on that one. But anyway, it's there. Rate us there, please. The other thing you can do, if you want to take it a step further, if you want to go above and beyond, if you will, join the Patreon. Whoa. Patreon.com slash Halise. There you get early access to these podcast episodes, as well as private weekly vlogs where I go behind the scenes on some of the stuff we're doing with the production company. 
Mr. Alice is our productions and operations manager. He's also a writer. It's amazing stuff. So check it out. Patreon.com slash Halise. And I think that's it. Back to the podcast. It's also, I mean, at the end of the day, spirituality aside, um, churches are still institutions. And so they also still need new members to Mm. join into it. So there's a self-serving statement that he's making. Definitely. And that's not to say that the Catholic church is like, oh, so terrible. Because that's within the Christian churches too. Like we've been to churches that were essentially aging out and dying and dying off. Like we used to be members of churches that had a very, a a significantly older population. And we could tell like, oh yeah, this church isn't going to be here for much longer because the, there's no new members. People don't have kids here. Like it's just, it's just going to pass away. And so, you know, I am also listening to him say those statements and then reading the article. It was interesting to think in terms of like, right, you know, church is a nonprofit, but it's also still a business. Like they, in order for a church to continue to exist, there has to be new members coming in. And if your congregation isn't birthing kids, like that's an issue, you know what I'm saying? especially in regards to like pensions and ties and offerings and all that kind of stuff. So the concern is about global birth rates. The current trend going back from like 2019 to now is more or less about a 1% decrease in global population year, oh. year over year. Okay. But it's year over year. Oh, it keeps going down every year. Not the 1%? global population, but the birth rate. Right. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, we are having fewer kids. Okay. But eventually you'll hit a point where you have an inverted age structure which is what we're more or less going into now with the baby boomers aging out. Yeah. And then the other generations having to care for them. Mm -hmm. But that's such a large generation that we're caring for and is no longer like paying taxes and they're drawing more... um, Resources from... Social Security. I'm talking about like from the United States, but still. Um, So I think that's more of the issue that's, that's at play because then some of his comments kind of make a little bit more sense. Globally, populations will shrink. So the global population is projected to continue rising to about 9.7 billion Mm -hmm. by 2064, but it'll fall by 2100 to 8.8 billion. Oh. And they're also estimating that um, certain countries, Japan being one of them, will have its overall national population half. Whoa. By 2100. Interesting. And a lot of this may be you know, exaggerated or alarmist language or figures. But I think that's that's just building the argument. And so the concerns with that are, like we just mentioned, resources and contribution versus, um, so giving versus taking. Right. So who's going to pay taxes? Who pays for health care for the elderly? Who cares for the elderly? Yeah. And then are people eventually still going to be able to retire? Um, and you and I figure that, I, I think we're more or less at the age where we, if we do retire, we'll be the last ones to. Mm, yeah. Um, that being said, what what has led to this, right? So like what has led to a decreasing population or people being concerned about, are we having enough babies and are we making enough humans, right? I think what's led to it is just a lack of social services among populations, at least here in the United States anyway. Like I think someone... Something I saw on the Auntie Supreme Instagram was just like, is he going to pay for our 
childcare? Is right. he going to pay for this? You know, like, and w- which is a good point. I think one of the, we've talked about why we don't have children a couple times on this podcast. And for me, one of the main reasons why I'm not necessarily interested in it is because of the financial burden that it is to do it the way I would want to, to do it how I feel would be done well. There is a certain financial cost that I can't, I literally cannot afford yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do it. But I think that's the issue. It's like, well, if you start offering more social services in regards to subsidized childcare or living wages for everyone who works, like all that kind of stuff, then yeah, the population question maybe wouldn't be such a question at all. Maybe. I don't know how other countries live their lives and if their population growth is doing all right because of it, you know? Well, so let's talk about you making those choices. Women making choices about having kids. Right. So let's talk about that. That is something that is constantly up for... <laughs> I will sprinkle this knowledge here. Oh, no. What are the things that influence falling population rates? Well, so women are more educated, right? <gasps> women are working more. Um, there's greater access to contraception, which in itself is controversial Within the in Catholic the church. church right. um, and then overall, there's a greater choice in women choosing to have children. Right. So is this an argument... It's an argument about population, but who's deciding to have children? Who, who are we dependent on to bear children? And it's women. Uh-huh. And so is this more of an argument about, oh, how the, hum- like the human race is losing its humanity and its ability to like foster relationships within itself? Or is this just another way of some old white man telling women that y'all need to have more, you know... Y'all need to get in where you fit get, in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a fair argument, you know? I don't think the Catholic Church has a gold star in equality. <laughs> I mean, who does? Well, but no, well, like equality within race relations, right? Equality within race relations as and also just right. equality Racially. amongst gender Oh, okay. as well. Catholic Church doesn't necessarily do the best job of that either, so... It's it's a possibility. You're You're making a very strong argument, yeah. So women in developing countries where... Let's say it's more agrarian society. Yeah, it might make more sense to have children, but it's more of a drain on the family as a whole. And so can a woman have a good quality of life if they have any children at all, if they have more children? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not trying to like burn anybody, but you were watching some dude trying to convince, I don't know who on the internet, that menstrual cramps are not a thing. Oh my God. But so, so it was ridiculous. just this dude talking he's literally about malnourishing his daughter. <laughs> it was so crazy. We, we, yeah, we yeah. talked about it. But so he's, he's talking about this thing that's not his right. and how he's trying to control it. Right. And how he's actively controlled it and solved the problem. Yeah. Quote unquote. By damaging his daughter. Right. Uh, into not having a period anymore. Right. Through anemia. Right. I think it mm-hmm. is always interesting when having discussions around just like bigger institutions, how... It's almost like you can't unsee it when you start to see these bigger institutions and what they're doing and what they're talking about. And it really is like, wow, this really does just always come back to gender or race, huh? (laughs) This is like always one of the two. (laughs) It's like gender, race, money. Like it's always Mm. like one of those three. And it's just like, daggum. 
I I miss I miss the blissful ignorance. You know what I mean? I miss that a little bit where it wasn't just like, oh yeah. Well, the big three. Pope said that and it's like, oh okay, I can tie that back to gender, I can tie that back to race, and I can tie that back to money, you know? <laughs> like And I think we did that in this podcast. And it's like that <laughs> And so it's just kind of like, oh, me as a man, well we still have to what about populations? What about people in the future? We still have to have it's like, do we need Nine billion people on this planet. I have not looked this up, but what's the population that we could support? Right. Are we feeding that people? That would be a very interesting thing to thing know. Thing to know. Yeah. Mm. What is the actual population amount that is sustainable on the Earth? And let's strive for that. I mean, we're not doing sustainable farming now. Right. Um, the planet may or may not be too hot or cold. Right. To support a population of that size with farming practices as they are now like what's happening so aside from the burden on the sex the female sex Mm -hmm. i feel like it's it's about a change in like moral currency or things that we value in a society now Mm. so and i'm sorry i keep looking down because i have notes but the world for the longest time had to think of humans human life and populations in terms of power so True. Nation yeah. states, if you have more of a population, then you have a bigger army. Right. Family, right. if you have more children, then that's more people who can till the land. Right, and, you can do more. Right. And it was also just a good measure of, like, how fertile I am. And it was all, all about, like, peeing races with men for the most part. Yeah, right? always peeing races. Or, you know, how do we sustain ourselves as a city, as a state, as a town, as a family? Well, we have all these people and everyone can pull their weight and blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. fine. So we could and or maybe should consider what we gain from each other in the here and now and also in the future instead of like just constantly cranking things out. Like if humanity is a factory where it's like, wait a minute, we don't need a new baby model or we don't need like a new cell phone mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. Let me make do and make the most with what I got. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think he's mostly tapping into, okay, so we're losing the humanity because we're not raising other humans. And so, you know, like we need to to look into ourselves and care for other humans so that we can build better humans and so on and so forth. But for me, it's more like instead of introducing more of a population in here let's just deal with what we have now yeah because we still have racial inequality we still have sexual inequality people having the opportunity to exist properly yeah um still up for debate it's still up for debate and so right now we're talking about you're talking about children talking about all that stuff but what about the people that have to live to about 82 that are suffering now because they're malnourished because of um, inherently racial institutions and policies. And it's like, why don't we work on that first, which is what everyone's still thinking about. Right. To make a better world to the point where we want to introduce children in. Right. That's the other thing. I mean, yeah, I feel like a lot of what he's like touched on and what you're touching on too, are again, are just a lot of the tenets of like, I don't know. I don't want to say the Pope and I want the same thing, but we just have different ideals about how to get there maybe right um because again just because you don't have kids doesn't mean you're not in your community you know just because you're not raising another human being doesn't mean you don't care 
about children. It just means you don't have any. <laughs> the sci-fi, sorry. So like this, for me, my biggest opinion is the sci-fi slash um, like extreme take on this, which is, well, if the population shrinks by however much, then we as a species will be unsustainable. And that was in the article that I saw on the BBC. Oh, okay. Where they were like, we'll be unsustainable as a as a human race or human species. Yeah. And in a, it'll take a couple of centuries, but we will like die out. Yeah. And I've, I don't know why I have this opinion, but I do not think so highly of ourselves. I don't either. That we I was need to say stick that around. Too. I was like, do we need to be here though? It's like, we're kind of terrible. You know what was cool? Dinosaurs, <laughs> feathered lizards. That is a, yeah. And they were like super colorful and, you know, whatever and quirky, like giant uh, Muppets. And they died out. <laughs> it's like, what? Like anytime someone's like, well, we, we need to preserve this and that. It's like, for what? Yeah. What makes you think, what have we done <laughs> to deserve to stick around? Preservation. Yeah. To, yeah. I don't feel like it's much. I mean, I don't know. Art's cool, but yeah. We hurt ourselves so much. Like, I just, I don't know. Anyway, in the comments below, if you're watching here on YouTube, uh, feel free to vent <laughs> in the comments below. Keep it holy. Keep it unholy. Um, Luke, say what you need to say. You know, say what you need to say in the comments below. Let us know how y'all feel about the Pope. And, uh, you know, stumble well, stumble on. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.